In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them, and I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, and in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
be to God on high. continual pity, cleanse and defend your church, and because she cannot continue in safety without your aid, preserve her evermore by your help and goodness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the 15th Sunday after Trinity is recorded in 1 Kings chapter 17. The word of the Lord came to Elijah saying, Arise, go to Zarephath which belongs to Sidon and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. 
only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar, and see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first, and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry, until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Elijah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The epistle is recorded in St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapters 5 and 6. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Glory be to thee, Jesus said to his disciples, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? 
Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This is the gospel of the Lord. Let us confess the faith with the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, Light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Jesus said, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. This is the word of the Lord. So I think that it is fair to say that there is much distress and unrest in the world and even within the church, great fear and distress over the times in which we find ourselves. Political unrest, division within the country, devastating health concerns, terror over terror, you name it. What is it that troubles you today? To us, Jesus says, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to your stature? Look at the birds of the air. Look at the lilies of the field. And yet, for most of us, we do not believe that we are of more value than the birds of the air, the lilies of the field, or those wretched crows that wake me up too early in the morning. St. Paul says in the epistle appointed for the 15th Sunday after Trinity, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Now what does this mean, to live in the Spirit? The Holy Spirit simply does not minister to us apart from the precious promises of God's Word. That's it. So to live in the Spirit is to live in the Word of God. And what are the promises of God's Word? There are too many for us to count them this morning. Blessed are those who hear the Word of God and keep it. The present sufferings of this life are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. If God did not spare His own Son but delivered him up for our salvation, how will he not also, along with Christ Jesus, freely give us all things? Yet for us, because it is the way of the world and the preaching of the world is all around us, 
It is as if there is no God, there is no creator, and there certainly is no savior. And if there is to be a God, and if there is to be a savior, it's got to come from me or the mass of humanity trying to figure out how to save the planet from global climate change. Remember this. When you fight against God, you lose. You always lose. You always lose. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Now, what does it mean to walk in the Spirit? It means to believe and to trust in what God says, even if it contradicts everything else you hear in the world and every other message. Do you know what the Bible says? Do you know what the Spirit says? It says that God cursed the creation. It says in the book of Romans that he subjected the creation to decay. I'm not about to argue before you this morning that there is no change in the climate, but rather I'm here to tell you this morning that any such changes are by permission of his fatherly will. He subjected the creation to decay as a consequence of man's sin. To strip us of all self-reliance. To be used with the word of the law to bring about repentance. But boy, humanity is hard-hearted and stiff-necked. Aren't we? Refusing the lesson of the Spirit. But the lesson of the Spirit is to walk in the Spirit, which is the language of faith in God's Word, calls us to trust those promises, to trust what God says about the world in which we live, including the suffering of our own life. And to say with the hymn writers, what God ordains is always good. To learn to pray those words of hymn 760, what God ordains is always good. He is my friend and father. He suffers nothing to do me harm, though many storms may gather. Now I may know both joy and woe. Someday I shall see clearly that he has loved me dearly. No, I don't know all of the answers to the calamities and the uncertainties of life that are out there today. Nobody does but one. And the one who knows is he who created all things. And the one who knows is he who redeemed all things. Yes, all things, even the creation which he subjected to decay. The creation is yearning for the resurrection of the body to eternal life when the present sufferings of this life will not be worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Now, the more things change, the more things stay the same. In the Old Testament reading today, Elijah appears being sent to a widow in Zarephath. If you know the background of the story, Elijah was a faithful prophet of the Lord he called King Ahab and Queen Jezebel to repentance. So many in the land of Israel in the north had gone after the gods of the nations that surrounded her. And so Elijah was hunted and Elijah was persecuted. 
but the Lord did not forsake him. Through the things that he suffered, he learned to walk in the Spirit. That is to say, he learned to live by faith in nothing else but the Word of God. And so he is sent to the widow of Zarephath. And she, as a non-Israelite, living by what she is experiencing, it was drought, it was famine, there was no more flour in her bin. She had just enough to make one more cake. She and her son would eat it. And then they'd die because there's no future. How many of us feel as if there's no future? But for us as Christians, there is always a future. Always. For us as Christians, that future is always optimistic, even though the cross of affliction bears down upon us and the slivers of wood seem to be penetrating our very flesh. There is always hope and there is always comfort because it is centered in what Christ has done. What the gospel for this 15th Sunday after Trinity teaches us is that all of the affairs of the world, all of them, from whatever is happening in the climate to whatever is happening in wars and rumors of war and the threat of terrorism, all things God uses for his good to bring about repentance, to call us to faith, and most of all, to lift up that one who is the greater righteousness. So Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. The kingdom of God is Christ. His righteousness in his atoning sacrifice upon the cross, which restores our life with God for all eternity, which forgives all our sin, which gives us to eat of food that is better than what the birds of the air eat of. It's the very body and blood of the Son of God through whom all things were created and by whom all things were redeemed. And he gives us a clothing which is far greater than the clothing of the lilies of the field as brilliantly adorned they are by God. For this clothing is none other than the very righteousness of Christ himself and in him there is no blemish or spot or wrinkle or any such thing. When he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. He promises this. If I have saved you, I will surely keep and preserve you in this life through the things that you suffer. And that's what the widow of Zarephath learned. And it's what the prophet Elijah learned. What audacity of faith Elijah came to this woman with. Can I have a cup of cool water? There was hardly any fresh water for any of them. And he dares to ask for a cup of cool water. Why? Because... The Lord, through his word, had called him to that faith, had sent him to the widow of Zarephath, had called him to bear the cross of affliction. And so she brought him some water. Wait, make me a cake first. Are you kidding me? We have nothing else. Trust. The word of the Lord is true. The gods of Phoenicia 
Tyre and Sidon are not the true gods. The gods of this world, not Allah, not the paganism of the world around us, not any of us or any other human being can save. But this God can. The one through whom all things were created. The one through whom redemption and salvation is one. And so there's a miracle in this story of the widow of Zarephath. It's not simply that the bin of flour and oil never ran out, but that she dared to receive that message of the prophet, do not be afraid. And in that faith, she made the cake. And they continued to eat, and life was preserved for many days. But that was all but a sign of the greater miracle of God's salvation. For Elijah, for the widow of Zarephath and her son, and for you and for me in the midst of the things through which we suffer and struggle. One of the strange things but delightful things about the hymns this morning is how they all make this assertion that through suffering and hardship, through the turmoil of this life, through great unrest, God is steady in his promises and will accomplish his greatest good. Don't ever take Jesus out of all of your life. Jesus is the Son of God through whom all things were created, and he is the Redeemer. And God so orders all things that you and I might look singularly to him and focus upon him. That's why I began with that promise. If God did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, freely give us all things? This is the invitation of faith in the gospel for Trinity 15. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In the book of Colossians, St. Paul says a remarkable thing. He says, in Christ, all things consist. It means all things hold together. That means all matter. You know, the, the nucleus of an atom, all things hold together in Christ. The universe holds together in Christ, who has redeemed the universe. That's where you and I as Christians place our confidence. Not in this president or that president, this governor or that governor, this edict or that edict, but only in the word of truth, the message of the Spirit. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And standing with us is the Lord who has borne every affliction for you. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory.
the glory of God's self-giving love in the redemption of the world, whose righteousness is our eternal comfort and peace. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. seated. I ask the newly elected board members and officers to come forward for the rite of installation. Just line up all around the communion rail. Beloved in the Lord, Holy Scripture admonishes us that all things should be done decently and in order. To that end, the Constitution and bylaws of our congregation establish various offices to which men and women are elected and appointed to serve. In so doing, the Church follows the example of the early Christian Church as described in Acts chapter 6. The twelve summoned the full number of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. The Apostle Peter writes in his first epistle, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. though a couple of individuals were unable to be with us this morning. Jason Peterson, elected chairman of the congregation, Jim Furking, vice chairman, Julie Golterman, secretary, Pat Handlos, treasurer, Mary Schneider, financial secretary. 
Newly elected board members include, from the Board of Elders, Kent Franklin, unable to be with us today, Paul Kockelmeyer, Mark Schneider, Matthew Voss, and from the Board of Education, John Bruss, Laura Ferguson, unable to be with us today, Barry Worster, Elton Volkwartsen, unable to be with us today, and from the Board of Properties, Paul Schneider, unable to be with us, and Fritz Tylacker. You have been chosen to fill specific offices and positions of responsibility at Peace Lutheran Church and Academy. You are to work with the pastors of the congregation that our life together in Christ may be orderly and pleasing in his sight and rest upon the word of God. You are to see that the services of God's house are held at the proper times, that the word of God is purely preached and taught according to the Lutheran confessions, that the sacraments of Christ are administered according to his institution, that provision is made for the Christian instruction of young and old, that the erring are admonished and that discipline is maintained. You are to see that the temporal affairs of the congregation are properly administered and that proper support is provided for the workers of the congregation. You are to assist in caring for the poor and the sick, in cultivating harmony among the members, in promoting the general welfare of the congregation, and in furthering the kingdom of Christ here and throughout the world. While holiness of life and obedience to Christ are expected of all members of the congregation, it is especially important that you as office bearers in his church show yourselves by word and example to be faithful to him in service and Christian devotion. In the presence of God and the congregation, I therefore ask you, do you accept the offices entrusted to you and do you promise faithfully to carry out your duties trusting in the Lord and conforming yourself to his word in accordance with the faith of the Evangelical Lutheran Church, then answer, I do. I do. Beloved in the Lord, you have heard the promises spoken by these men and women whom you have selected to serve as officers of Peace Lutheran Church and Academy. Do you promise to support them in their work to remember them in your prayers, and to work with them to the best of the abilities that God has given you, so that he may be glorified and his work be done in our midst? If so, then answer, we do. We do. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I install you as officers of Peace Lutheran Church and Academy in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Almighty and most merciful God, enlighten and strengthen you in your offices, that you may be good and faithful stewards to the glory of his name and the good of his people. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Let us pray. Please stand. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we give thanks that you have raised up these servants for work among your people. We humbly implore you to grant them by your Holy Spirit those gifts needed for the faithful carrying out of their tasks, most especially wisdom, strength, and willing hearts. Let your blessing rest on this congregation. Strengthen the faith, quicken the love, and enkindle the zeal of her members, that your name may be glorified, and that here and in all places under heaven, the kingdom of your Son may be advanced. We remember with thanksgiving those who have faithfully served your people and have now completed their time of service. We pray that in the end of days, we with all your faithful people may hear the voice of Christ saying, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. There will be a Sunday morning congregational assembly meeting this morning at 9.15, and uh, pictures will soon be posted in the hallway of all of the officers and board members from the parish council to the Board of Education, Board of Elders, and Board of Church Properties, so that you can remember and identify those who, whom you have selected to serve in these capacities. Go in the name of the Lord, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. The Almighty and most merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Amen. Turn to your seats. In our prayers this morning, we shall also remember Mary Benson, who is in labor in Wyoming because of a complicated pregnancy. She is the daughter of Mike and Laura Ferguson. We also will remember Betty, the sister of Don Fell, who is in hospice care, in addition to those names listed in the congregation at prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we offer before you our common supplications for the well-being of your church throughout the world. Bless our congregation and guide her in calling an associate pastor and headmaster. Guide and govern your church by your Holy Spirit, that all who profess themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Bless especially Joe Schneider, Alex Scheller, Pete Greshner, Christine Sawatsky, Bob Rolfe, Jeannie Schultz, Janine Hartwig, Daniel Haga, Jacob Rank, Matthew Bender, Stan Heine, and Kelsey Depew celebrating baptismal birthdays. Send down upon all ministers of the gospel and upon the congregations committed to their care the healthful spirit of your grace that they may please you in all things. We give thanks to you for the birth of Katharina Ruth Motard, granddaughter of Dale and Kim Stradle, 
born at the U.S. Naval Hospital in Okinawa, Japan. We give thanks to you and pray your blessing upon Mark and Cheryl Gretzinger, Ed and Bernice Lemke, Jeff and Amanda DePuma, Lee and Kathy Weber, Jason and Kathy Peterson, celebrating wedding anniversaries this week. Preserve all with your grace and spirit, that looking to Jesus as their righteousness and salvation, they may ever abide in the consolation of your love and in the faithfulness of Christ. Behold in mercy all who are in authority over us. Supply them with your blessing, that they may be inclined to your will and walk according to your commandments. We humbly ask your abiding presence in every situation, that you would make known your ways among us. Preserve those who travel, satisfy the wants of your creatures, and help those who call upon you in any need that they may have patience in the midst of suffering and according to your will be released from their afflictions. We especially commend to you Jim Nietzsche, Jeremy Lafour, Abru Yeba Amaso, Kevin Karras, Louise Bolmeyer, Del Dewey undergoing aortic valve surgery tomorrow, Gabby Hartwig continuing treatment cancer, and James Loker being treated for liver cancer. Attend Mary Benson as she awaits the birth of her child. Bring health to both mother and child. And be with Betty as her last days upon this earth draw to a close. Comfort her with the promise of the resurrection. And be with those who mourn the death of loved ones, especially the parents, wife, and children, of Doug Elkins, friends of Chuck and Jan Finke, who died of cancer this week. May the confidence and hope of each one of us and all in distress rest upon the sure and certain foundation of Christ's victory over death and the grave. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord be with you. and salutary, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who out of love for his fallen creation humbled himself by taking on the form of a servant, becoming obedient unto death, even death upon a cross. Risen from the dead, he has freed us from eternal death and given us life everlasting. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, 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 Holy,
art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.